Love hitting the highway? It's time now for Road Trips Australia with a dark. Broadcasting through Blue Collar Media in partnership with Top Parks. There's a Top Parks holiday for every family budget. Plus, become a Top Parks G'day Rewards member and save even more. Visit topparks.com.au. G'day and welcome to the very latest edition of Road Trips Australia, an Aussie travel podcast produced by Blue Collar Media in partnership with Top Parks. Every week we go into detail of Australian road trips and the attractions along the way, the must-do stop-offs, tips and a lot of information as well. We'll also put the spotlight on caravan parks located either during the road trip or at the final destination, the facilities and the services that you can expect and the accommodation options on offer from caravan and camping sites to on-site cabins and a whole lot more. Now this week we are off on a New South Wales South Coast road trip and we'll check out the beaches, the attractions, the must-stop-offs and everything else that's what, what that's on offer in one of the most picturesque regions in Australia. It certainly is beautiful down there on the New South Wales South Coast. Very shortly I'll be joined by Mark Lindsay who is the owner of the Kings Point Retreat Holiday Park in Ulladulla. And let me tell you that you are in for a treat this week, as I can inform you that based on my personal experience, this park is certainly another level. It is an absolute cracker. Now, look, if you love letting off, if you love heading off on a motorhome, love caravanning, camping, or just getting out there in the car and taking off on a road trip, you will love Road Trips Australia. Now, you too can be a part of it. Just send me an email by going to bluecollarmedia.com.au and click on the email the duck uh, button there. So bluecollarmedia.com.au and look for email the duck. Click on there, and we certainly do enjoy the feedback here, and we do certainly respond to all of those emails. In the meantime, let's kick things off as we usually do with our song, our theme song, which is from Adam Harvey called Highway Number One. Here it is. It is an absolute cracker. Highway number one goes on forever Once you hit the road it never ends Just ask anyone who's ever been there You go around once and you'll go around again Don't go looking in the rearview mirror Thinking about the things you haven't done Caravan, camper van, get there anywhere you can I'll see you out on highway number one It starts off with a strange, uneasy feeling You're doing things outside the old routine Instead of reading better homes and gardens You're getting lost in travel magazines but Then one day you wake up humming on the road again That's when you know it's time to go Highway number one goes on forever Once you hit the road it never ends Just ask anyone who's ever been there You go around once and you go around again Don't go looking in the rearview mirror Thinking about the things you haven't done Caravan, caravan, get there anywhere you can I'll see you out on highway number one The rhythm of the road's a song of freedom Looking through your windscreen at the world Oh, every night there's new stars on the ceiling and a big backyard to greet at every turn Next thing you're thinking as you face the road ahead I wish I'd known years ago
Pacific, Bruce, Savannah Way, Great Northern, Northwest. Now you're in WA, head down the south, west, and then the south goes in the air. Oh, 15,000 K's all up and hey, you're still not there. Highway number one goes on forever. Once you hit the road, it never ends. Just ask anyone who's ever been there. You go around once and you'll go around again Don't go looking in the rearview mirror Thinking about the things you haven't done Caravan, camper van, get there anywhere you can I'll see you out on highway number one North, south, east, west On the road with no address When you're out on highway number one Oh, you got to love that song from Adam Harvey. If you haven't got yourself a copy of that, you need to do that right now and you can grab your uh, your copy from wherever you do get your music from. It is an absolute cracker. The title track from an album that he'll be re- releasing later in the year and we can't wait for that. Highway number one. And as I said, I am pretty sure Adam may have written that song just for us. In the meantime, as you know, we are off down to the south coast, a beautiful part of Australia, and we'll be talking to Vic Woodman a little bit uh, very shortly in regards to all the must-dos and um, must-stop-offs down there. There are plenty of places to uh, stick around, and and uh, down there you can stop off absolutely anywhere. There's an array of cafes and all that, and we'll find out all the uh, inner details with Vic Woodman uh, a little bit later on. But in the meantime... Now, for some of you uh, who listen to us on the radio show, on the Camping and Off-Road radio show, you will know that we went down to the Kings Point Retreat in Ulladulla. And I've got to tell you, we did that in light of the bushfires that were, that happened down there at Christmas time, uh, which basically devastated the area. And many, many uh, caravan parks down there were evacuated um, in light of those fires and holidays were basically severely disrupted and so were the businesses that are these caravan parks. So we thought we'll do our bit and we'll go down to a park and we went down to the Kings Point Retreat uh, because that park in particular was evacuated over the uh, Christmas period as well and since then all these parks have also lost their Easter trade and really haven't had any real uh, trade at all since December. Uh, and, and really the end of November it's and, and to be honest with you any serious business since the school holidays that you know that were towards the end of last year it's just been so uh, so devastating for the industry and in particular that region which is why we are doing a south coast road trip this week now as I said we went down to the uh, Kings Point retreat at Ulladulla and I'm very happy to say that Mark Lindsay who is the owner of the Kings Point retreat joins me on the line because we are going to talk about this park as part of our road trip down the south coast. Mark, g'day. G'day, Duck. How are you going, mate? Mate, what do you think of the Adam Harvey song? You love it? Mate, it's sensational and uh, I believe it's really doing well on the charts as well. It's great. And uh, I, I agree with your comments. That I, I reckon he's written it for us. Yeah, for definitely. Sure. Yeah, 100%, mate. It's incredible, really. And he's brought it out just in time because, um, as you know, with everything in, uh, being locked down and with you know restrictions easing around the country at the moment, yes. his yes. song's coming just in time. So, 100%. Well... Well, we've got some good news, you know, from the 1st of June that said we can open. We don't know what that looks like at the moment, but uh, it's certainly been a tough year, Duck, and we appreciate everything you do for our industry, that's for sure. Oh, no, it's all good, mate. It's a pleasure. That's what we do for a job, and we love it, and we certainly do love the parks. You know, the South Coast is a beautiful part of Australia, in particular New South Wales, and there's plenty to see and do down there, which we will get into later, but... We always like to focus on a caravan park, and especially a park that's connected to the top parks, um, stable of parks, and there's plenty of them all around the country. But I've got to tell you, Mark, I've been, as you know, I've been to a lot of caravan parks. You have. This one has to be, I think, it's got to be the best caravan park in Australia. It is unbelievable. Well, we appreciate that, mate. And uh, as you say, you've been there, so you've witnessed it, you've experienced it for yourself, and uh uh, we had a great weekend down there in March, and um, uh, I can't believe it. You know, we're talking almost June already, mate. The year's just gone, and not that we've been trading, that's for sure. We've had a, a pretty ordinary year in, in business this year. Yeah, it has been, mate, and it's a, and it's you know it's a bit it's a real shame, but obviously it'll come back, and that's what we want it to do. And we know it will come back because you know the, the, everyone in Australia loves getting out and you know experiencing the countryside, and uh, and certainly you know all around Australia, but certainly in the South Coast and New South Wales is great as well. 
Yeah, absolutely. Now, Kings Point Retreat at Ulladulla, it's this park is at another level now. For people that, um, that that haven't been there or haven't heard of it, you need to jump onto the onto your Google and just type in Kings Point Retreat Ulladulla and you'll see what we're talking about. There's a, a, a huge range of accommodation options. Um, that there so, is. Uh, and, and now, look, what people are used to in caravan parks, if they're not caravanning or camping, is staying in cabins. Well, I've got to say, these cabins, well, you couldn't call them cabins. They're, they're like, they're, well, you call them cottages. That, we do call them cottages. Well, yeah. that's what they are, aren't they? They are, absolutely. Yeah. We, we, we want to get away from the old 70s, what people thought camping and caravanning and, and even cabin accommodation was, you know, the old little boxes there. So we, we, we've, we've tried to create something a little different there, though. Yeah, they're like little houses. It's just amazing the setup. And then obviously you have the family retreat, which is a three bedroom um, cottage, and family sl- right. sleeps up to six people. There's uh, plenty of room to, to move around in there. Fully self contained as well. That's um, for sure. Two bedroom cottage again sleeps you know five people, um, and again catering for families. That's it. That's it. Well, that's our main market. You know, down down the coast there, people want to get away as a family and. Uh, Experience the beautiful beaches, and we want to give them the environment that you know they can they can stay and give them the space that they they want as well. So, but you're right, you know, there's cottages, and you know we've we've got campsites and and caravan sites and on suite sites. So we cater for everyone, every market. If you got if you got a tent, you don't don't have a caravan. We, you know, you pitch a tent on our sites, and we can look after you. Yeah, absolutely. Now, if you want to get away without the kids, uh, you certainly can uh, do that just by uh, booking the one-bedroom cottage. So uh, you can get away if you haven't got kids too. You can. Uh, there's nothing stopping you. Yeah, now we that, take couples. That's yeah, for sure. For sure, we take everybody. Now, there's plenty to do. There's a lot. Now, look, there's a lot to talk about with this park because, like I say, this is we've built it up, and I've got to say it's the best park I've seen. Um, a stack of facilities there. Now, the one thing there yeah, for the kids and even the adults. We've got four spas. We've got water slides. <laughs> the water thing, the water slides. Well, I saw when I was there, plenty of adults on the water slides as well. Yep, we get it. All the big kids come out as well, mate. Yeah, exactly right. So there's <laughs> your water slides, a splash pad. Now there's a sauna, squash courts, and racket and balls all supplied there for you. A tennis court, two swimming pools. Yes. Yep, that's correct. Amazing, mate. Two undercover gas barbecue areas. There's a basketball court, the children's playground, and there's dedicated car parking as well, fantastic laundry facilities, uh, also a camp kitchen. Now, we're getting into the best part here. We've got the on <laughs> the on-site bar. That's it, mate. I was, I was waiting for you to, <laughs> to mention that one. We had a few beers there, didn't we? We certainly did. So Snowy's, Snowy's Bar there, and it's an on-site bar, all licensed, a fantastic. Now, this is the thing that got me when I was there. There was a little, little, um, like a little takeaway cafe there as a part of Snowy's. The prices, look, if I lived in Ulladulla, I would be drinking there. <laughs> I mean, the price, because obviously you've made a decision that it's a service that you've offered your customers. That 100%. They, and, and you're not yeah. there to make money out of the bar. Yeah, it's a service to the guests. Uh, that, look, the reality is, you, you can buy a cart and sit in your van, but we want we want to you know create this social activity of everyone enjoying each other's company. So, so we're not trying to sting people with price. And um, as as you just said, it's a service to the guests more so than than, than a money making option. So um, we we want people to come up and socialise, and that's that's what caravan and camping is all about, mate. So. Yeah, absolutely. It's all about it. Yeah, switching off. And in this park, the minute you turn up there, you just switch off instantly. It's, I've always said that, you know, you go away on holidays and depending on what sort of job you have, of course, if it's a stressful job, it can take you up to a week to turn you know, switch off. But when the, minute sure. you, the minute you pull up in a caravan park, you, you know, someone's walking a pass with a beer, there's kids on push bikes, there's a barbecue going, you just you just switch off a hell of a lot faster when you stay in a caravan park. That's, that's what 100%. I believe. Yeah, that's what and I you know, believe. You know, you, you, what you said, Duck, is so true because, you know, when you, when you pull up at the park, the kids go and get on the playground, the water slide, the swim, hop on their bikes, whatever it might be. And we also wanted to create that environment for the adults as well. You know, like the kids are taken care of, let's take care of the adults as well. You know, just get yourself a beer and enjoy enjoy the environment. Yeah, absolutely. And like we say, the environment, the, the setup at the bar is fantastic. You know, a big timber deck area with plenty of seating there to sit around and relax and just kick back in, in really, really peaceful surroundings. It really is good. Now, there's a picture theatre there, 7D, is that right? That's right, mate. So we're at a nine-seat 7D theatre. And um, I'm not sure if you had a ride on it last time you were down, mate, but uh, if you didn't, you need to come back. That's yeah. an excuse to come back, and we certainly will give you a go on it. But, 
yeah, we run that uh, throughout the day and um, give give the guests a bit of another experience. That, that comes at a small cost, just a, an operational cost, but uh, mm. not much. Once again, I think it's about five dollars a ride. So it's, you know, we, we, once again, we're just trying to make things affordable for our guests. Yeah, no, absolutely. Now, for people that are travelling in groups and looking at now, I know that you know, I know on my fiftieth a few years ago, I won't tell you how many it was, Mark. But we had <laughs> we headed with a few mates and we headed off to Ayers Rock, and you hear of people who have their fiftieths in place. I mean, a mate of mine had a fiftieth in Vegas, and I mean, people have cruises and. And we, we try to tell people, forget all that. And I think you'll be forgetting about cruises for a long time yet. But a lot of people like to travel for these milestone birthdays and have their party. Will you cater for all of that? Because there's a function room there where basically we can have conferences. You can even have wedding receptions, family reunions, where you've got people all meeting in the one place, all sorts of parties. And, and the room caters up to 90 people. So if you're in one of those, if, you're on, if you want to, you know, turn your 40th or 50th or whatever it is, into an event and a family affair, we all go away for a weekend. You can do that, but then all, all, as all as well as that, have hold the party in the function room, which is a great idea. I think, and that's, and that's it. And more and more people are doing that, Doug. Like they're, they're they're making it a weekend rather than just a night because the night goes so quick. So mm. people are saying, let's get away for a weekend and enjoy each other's company. So we're getting a lot of, lot more of that as yeah. well, which is fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Plenty of local attractions there as well. In that Aladala region, you've got Milton, you've got Mollymook Beach and a whole heap of other places to go and check out all around that region. It certainly yep. is. And, and, and the thing is too, and we talk about the kids and you said you, you, you know, you, you basically, you know, you're trying to cater for everybody. The whole thing, the whole park is in a medieval theme, which is just, it's just amazing. You just drive in there and you feel the atmosphere. It's in the air. And that's what we, we, we wanted to create, uh, you know, a point of difference. So, you know, when people come in there, they go, oh, well, this is different to what we've experienced before. So um, we were actually, uh, our street that we're on is called Kings Point Drive. So we, we, we picked up on the Kings and, and created the medieval theme, as you say. So we've, we've tried to, you know, make castle-like buildings and we've put a put a throne in and so forth so you can sit yeah. on the throne and get your photo and... Uh, and, uh, you know, the guests love it, mate. Yeah, no, sensational. It is a fantastic park. And so we were there in March and we were very, very lucky because it was the last weekend we had before everything got um, locked down. So we were lucky to get it, uh, lucky to get there for that one. Look, if people want to book, you can certainly do that. You just go to the, you can go to the website and give them a call, 02445. 4261, or simply just jump on Google. Once you Google Kings Point Retreat and hit enter, straight away up comes the website with a picture of the water slides. It's unbelievable, and it's not something you would expect to see in a caravan park, and this isn't really a caravan park. You've called it a retreat for a very good reason, because that's what it is. It's next level. It's unbelievable. And uh, well done, Mark. And like you say, thanks, mate. Thanks, it, it, it is part of the uh, top parks. It is uh, part family of the top of parks. Park yes, absolutely. Yeah, it, it is an absolute cracker, mate. Yeah. Thanks for joining us on the on our road trips um, podcast this week. It is a beauty. We are going to talk about the south coast for the next uh, next forty minutes or so. And uh, and obviously, if people want to plan a trip down there, I. Uh, seriously uh, recommend that you um, include Kings Point Retreat as part of your plans because you can be catered for no matter what your accommodation needs are. You're looked after there. Simply just go to the website, Google Kings Point Retreat, Aladala, and you can book online or you can give them a call. Phone numbers there as well. And we can, uh, and you'll certainly, it won't be the last time you go there. Mark, you're a good man, mate. And you, Duck, and I appreciate your support and uh, and we, we, we welcome all your listeners to come along. So look forward to it. Good on you. And that was all, mate, and that's a pleasure, mate, and certainly can't wait to get back down there. That good was on you, mate. Good on you, mate. That was Mark Lindsay, and like I say, he is uh, the owner of Kings Point Retreat, and as we say, part of the um, Top Parks family of parks. And don't forget to jump on that website for Top Parks and uh, become a Good Age Rewards member. That is the go. Plenty of benefits there, discounts as well. You'll see the parks all over Australia. There's almost 300 of them, and they look after everybody. They've got parks located. What do they say? More parks? In more places, certainly uh, that is very, very true, and a lot of lots of other benefits come with that G'day Rewards member card as well. And you simply just um, you can apply for that online. Just go to topparks.com.au.
And as we know, Vic Whitman joins us on the podcast every week. He is the owner-operator of Great Divide Tours and a pretty good bloke to boot. He's on the line. Victor, g'day. Oh, g'day, Mr Duck. And how are you this lovely day, night, evening, whatever it is? Yeah, no, I'm going Whenever our people are listening. You know, the people listen to us at all sorts of times. Mm. They, They listen while they're driving. They listen while they're in the shower. They listen while they're sitting on the dunny, apparently. Well, I, heard, well, I haven't heard that and I haven't heard the shower. I've heard about people sitting in the shed having a beer listening. I've heard about yep. people driving trucks listening and driving in cars in general and sitting around. Yep. I think the person sitting in the toilet and having a shower listening <laughs> is you listening to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> You're on to me. He's uh, on to me. Oh, oh no. mate, absolutely, mate. And uh, <laughs> anyway, but uh, mate, this week's road trip's a beauty, and, and it's it's a big one. In fact, you won't get through all of it on one podcast, on one episode. Oh, you're telling on, me on one episode. Okay. Uh, I've all just right. had Mark Lindsay uh, join us to tell us and to talk about the Kings Point retreat, which was the park we went to um, in March. Mate, it would have to be. It's another level. It's just words cannot describe how good. King's mate. Point Retreat is. It is just you, you unbelievable. You keep talking it up, don't you? I mean, oh, you, well, you mate, talk about King's Point up that much. Like, I was supposed to be there, and that was right in the, the beginning of the whole bloody lockdown coronavirus yeah, stuff that we had to go through. Yeah, that's right. And uh, and I chickened out. I didn't want to go and get sick. Mm. Well, none <laughs> of us got crook either. But anyway, it was in the early that's days right. of the virus, and it was actually the same weekend when uh, all those people um, converged on Bondi Beach which basically the follow if, if we would have it the following weekend, well, it wouldn't have been on. So we were yeah. very, very, very lucky. But uh, and 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 I mean, and, and thankfully, thank God that we were lucky because you know this park had already lost its its business over Christmas. So at well, least we, we got one weekend in there and gave it some exposure. And we're we're yeah. actually going to turn it into a week a yearly event. Now we're going to go back next year and do that again with Adam Harvey and. And uh, who was um, with us down there for that one and performed for the masses of people that turned up. And uh, so we, we're going to put that on the calendar now. We'll go down there and, um, well, and mate, stay I, there. I have to tell you that, you know, the week after that, that great event you had down there, the week after that, we had a whole bunch of people booked in to, to do a trip down to the south coast as well and do a bit of a tour down there because the. You know, as you say, the whole the whole of that South Coast got ravaged by fires earlier in the season, and mm. um, and then to be hit with the coronavirus. So, look, I, I think it's a beauty to talk about because we now that we we come out of restrictions and we're a little we're allowed to travel a little bit, uh, it would be marvellous to try and encourage some people to go down the South Coast and New South Wales and spend a little bit of time and a little bit of money in in, in what is a, an absolutely beautiful part of the country. Absolutely. And as you say, I mean, I did an interview on um, Flow FM uh, earlier today on the radio and about what to do on the long weekend in June. And I and, and one of the points I made was, whatever you do, try and support your local caravan park. Because, yeah. <laughs> you know, no matter where you are, I mean, there's small business people trying to, you know, accommodate people on holidays and look after them, and they've just been absolutely decimated. But anyway, yeah. the South Coast, well, a fantastic road trip, beautiful, a very scenic road trip, and I know at the top end of the South Coast, um, around Kiama, Jeringong, that region there is just absolutely stunning. But there's a lot more to it than just that part of it. Where are we kicking off? Well, I thought we'd kick off at, at Nowra. Um, it's, a, it's just south of where you were talking about. When I was a kid, I spent, we used to spend Christmas down at a place called Jaroa, which is just north of Nowra. Mm, beautiful uh, at spot. Seven Mile Beach. Yes, that's, well, that's Jeringong. Yes, that's around Jeringong. There you go. That's right. Mm. Yeah, just in, just on the coast from Jeringong and uh, some great memories of going down there and renting a little house as, as a young fella. You know, I used to sit in the back of the Austin A40 and then, and then the, the mini eight fifty from about two thousand. Sorry, from about nineteen sixty three onwards, and, um, and go down and spend Christmas down there with the family, with my, my brother and my mum and dad, and um, and then we'd go swimming down at uh, Seven Mile Beach and the little wooden bridge that used to cross over the the, the river, the little creek that came in there. So yeah, m- many great memories of, of that. All all that area that was a big paddock where all the cows used to run. That's all covered in houses now. Mm. But, uh, but, yeah, look, out an hour, I mean, just out an hour on the coast, you've got the fantastic Kalbara. Uh, that's a beautiful location, a great holiday area. And I'll tell you what, boy, hasn't that, that whole Sussex Inlet, Huskinson, Kalala Bay, Kalbara, 
all that area, boy, has it boomed. I mean, you drive in there now and there's houses, there's supermarkets, there's shopping centres. Um, it's just like it's been a real boom area over the last probably 20 years mm. down there. But there's, but Calvara Cal and that, there's some you know, great spots down on the beach there and uh, and that, that takes you around to um, Sussex Inlet as well. You've got Point Perpendicular, which is a great spot. I mean, that's a huge, huge cliff. Uh, with the lighthouse sitting out on it, uh, an extremely spectacular location, that point perpendicular. And um, and then you've got some beautiful beaches down in that area that you can go to. I mean, everywhere there's great beaches, mate. You know, um, when, you, when you get a little bit further south from there, you, you get into the, that Lake Conjola area, which was absolutely devastated by the bushfires. Um, but it's all going to rejuvenate and come back. And there are some great, places to stay all along there there's, there's little holiday houses little holiday huts uh, uh, caravan parks there's, there's camping I mean you can go inland and 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 explore the the areas around granite Falls and uh, the turpentine road Tianjara Falls uh, all just inland from that Sussex inlet area uh, I always you know uh, my mum and dad when they retired uh, you know we lived in Lane Cove in, in Sydney when I was a kid and uh, when mum and dad retired, they sold up and um, moved down to Bateman's Bay and down to a little place called Malua Bay mm. out on the coast. It was quite, I remember it well because I came home one day from, from work as a young teenager and got off the bus and walked down the hill to where we used to live. And, I, and the key wouldn't fit in the door. And while I was trying to open the door, somebody else answered it. Apparently, Mum and Dad had sold and uh, <laughs> there it is. I'm just taking you six years to crack a funny. So they just left while you're at while you're at work. Let's get out of here while he's yeah. not here. You're well, working out when he gets home. home. Oh, very, very <laughs> good. It'll be a long while to find him again, but I did. <laughs> yeah. Look, the thing I like about the the thing I like about the South Coast is that some of it is. It's not exactly, I don't know how he would put it, it's a little bit untouched. I mean, you go down, I know yep. just before we got to Ulladulla when we went down, there was this little bakery on the right-hand side of the highway heading south that looked like it had been there for years and years and years and, you know, yep. an old stone-type, you know, building with, you know, old timber floors and, and sandstone uh, walls, things like that. Really, and yeah. it looked like, you know, very historic looking. And a lot of the South Coast is like that. I mean, you talk about, you know, some of the new, um, you know, the new neighbourhoods built there, the, you know, the subdivisions and things like that and yeah. th that are there. But, but, but in general, and the further you go south, the more it remains, the fact that, yeah. you know, a lot of the old buildings and, 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 and some of those old buildings in some of those little towns and villages you drive through, have you know? They're now cafes and little antique stores and things like that. It has a real yeah. feel about it, doesn't it? That 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 part of the coast. Oh yeah, yeah. And look, you're probably thinking of the, of the little bakery in Milton. Milton's just adjacent to, to Aladulla, um, and and that's a, a very old type little town that that grew up on the Princess Highway, mm. and um, and it's it, it in itself is a great place. You've got the fantastic Mollymook Beach just down the road from there. And then you've got, as you, as you mentioned, that Kings Point um, Caravan Park in Ulladulla. Uh, and continuing down south, look, you know, I mean, every 10 or 20 kilometres, there's another little town, another little place to visit, Bowl Lake, right on the lake there. You, I, I remember, you know, driving, when I did find, find Mum and Dad down at Malua Bay, we'd go down there about every month, my wife and I, and visit them. And so we drove that south coast like you know, for about 10 years every month. We knew it like the back of our hands. Yeah. And um, you go over the, the little bridge over the lake there at Burrow Lake and you'd always look across the lake and you'd see this notchy little mountain sticking up. And that was the top point of Pigeon House Mountain, um, which I, I visited then later on. And Pigeon House is, was named by Captain Cook as he sailed up the coast in 1770. Yeah, right. The, it reminded him of the of the Pigeon Houses that were back in London. And... Um, and you can actually drive out to that on a bit of a forestry trail, and um, and then there's a thing that's going to stop you. There's a walk, um, but there's a good four hour walk actually from the car park up. up. You weren't wrong. Yeah, it's a good walk. Mate. Four hours. I, I did it when I was a young bloke, mm. um, but it's all uphill. I mean, it's a solid, solid bloody walk. Let me tell you. Mm. 
and then the last little bit to get right up this pigeon house. Like it's like a volcanic plug. It looks like, mm. um, you know, there's a chain ladder thing and a bit of chain that they've locked into the end of the rock face that you've got to haul yourself up on, and a chain ladder that you climb climb up to get right up onto the top. And it's really it's really interesting. I was up there in the late eighties, and I was writing for Four by Four Australia magazine at the time in the late eighties, and went up there and was you know getting some photos and, and the, the material for an article. And I'm standing up there on top of Pigeon House thinking about Captain Cook sailing up the coast, you know, in his in his old that um, old schooner, as they say. Mm. And in those days they had a replica of the Endeavour and I looked out and lo and behold, here's here's the replica of the Endeavour sailing up the water. You could see the water clear as day from the top of the mountain. Mm. And then passing overhead was the old um, airship, you know the I think um, Alan Bond Alan had that Bond, here. Alan Bond, yeah, Swan. That's yeah. Swan on the side of it. Yep, that's right. And it was it's flutter. And I thought, oh my God, what a what a contrast. There's a boat that looked just like Captain Cook's boat, you know. Um, mm. And here's the, you know the most modern you know piece of, of of aircraft you could probably find at the time in the eighties was that that airship floating over. And here I am standing on top of this beautiful rocky outcrop with that magnificent view. Now, I'm going to give you a little bit of information that you won't believe because half mm. the stuff I tell you, you don't believe anyway. Mm. But um, but out to the west of, of Pigeon House, there's another um, huge mountain that just juts straight up. And um, it's a bit wider than what Pigeon House is. And it's actually called the Castle. And uh, it's it's deep in those fantastic gorges there, that, that national park right at the back of, uh, of Ulladulla there. And and the castle is why I call my training centre Castle View, because we can actually see that mountain sticking up the part way up the back of my property. Um, and when we, you know, when I first looked at the block of land to buy it, and we were driving, well, actually, it was walking around and that tracks on it when we first bought it. And we looked, got to one point where we could look across the adjacent sheep paddock and saw the castle, and I thought, that's that's it. That's the name of the property, Castle View. Mm. So that's yeah, you know, a little bit of you know. Totally irrelevant history there. No, that's okay. Um, we better get back to the road. Um, yeah, look from from Ulladulla, as you say, you head down and look. Oh, dude, there's lots of places to see once you get past uh, Ulladulla. Uh, Lake Tabari, another great campsite there. Caravan parks right on the lake, and you know, a mate of mine I went to school with. He'd go down there for his, you know, the Christmas holidays every year, and. They'd sail and boat and canoe and that on, on Lake Tabara, and you can still do all that kind of stuff. Mm. Just south of there, um, I'd recommend turning off the Princess Highway and heading out to the little town of Borley Point. Again, look, all this area was ravaged by the fires, but it's all recovering. Mm. And then from there, you go down to Murramurang National Park, uh, another great caravan park down there. And this, this whole stretch of the coast from Borley Point down to Depot Beach, down to Durris, and um, and also Pretty Beach uh, and Pebbly Beach, particularly, um, well well known for the kangaroo population. Mm. Pebbly Beach in particular, you know, you drive down there and park, and you you walk down to the beach, and you be you're literally sharing the beach with the kangaroos. They're down on the beach, sunning themselves. They're having a paddle in the water, mm. and I'm like, I'm not making this up. I've seen it. I'm serious. Mm. And uh, and again, that's a national park little campsite there. Um, pay a little fee, you can camp in that one. Man, there's so much to see and do. Um, of course, then you, you get your way into in a beautiful Batemans Bay, and that's coming ahead. They're building a, a brand new bridge over the river there that's probably going to be open and possibly by the end of 2020. Yep. Um, major undertaking building you know, a new four lane bridge, I think it's going to be, because the current ones, you know, gets, it's a bit of a bottleneck. I mean, there's no doubt about it. This, this coastal strip over the Christmas period, particularly when you get round Bateman's Bay, you got everyone in everyone in Canberra goes to the coast over that Christmas period. Mm. And uh, that little that little roundabout that um, when you get to the bottom of the King's Highway where it joins the Princess Highway just prior to the Bateman's Bay Bridge. Mm. I've sat in a, in a queue coming down the King's Highway for an hour just to go two kilometres and get get through that roundabout. So you know, between Christmas and New Year it's a bit of a nightmare. <laughs> uh, oh but, yeah, very very busy for good reason. Yeah, but then and mm. then then you come back to what happened you know, last Christmas, and the whole place got shut down. Then everyone was told to evacuate, and then mm. there was no one there. So you know that all those little towns, are, you know, they're suffering as a result. So 
from from Bateman's Bay again. Look, I'd recommend going around Beach Road, which sticks to the coast, and uh, there's fantastic beaches all around there: Denham's Beach, Mosquito Beach, mm. Malua Bay, where my mum and dad used to live, Rosedale yeah. North, yeah. Tomakin, Maruya Heads. Then, but of course, you've got the Mogo Zoo, which you would have read about when the fires were on. Mm. Um, and and that's one of the best zoos in the whole of Australia, the Mogo Zoo. Yeah, right. Highly, highly recommend that to our listeners if they're down that way. To, you know, you need a good good half day, maybe even a whole day. Take the kids down there, mate. They've they've got so many different types of animals in that zoo on the south coast. It's like you just most people would never know there was a zoo on the south coast, mate. No, that's right. Exactly. I have heard of that though. They think that that is a must. The thing I like about the south coast is that it's it's very very. Um, it's very good for kids and families, but also for yeah. those people like you, Vic, who want to get away for those romantic weekends. Oi. <laughs> what, on my own? I, oh, you mean with Julie? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's right. And it is. And look, you, you can go anywhere from camping right up to five-star accommodation. You know, like, the, the, everything is taken care of in the, this, this day and age in terms of what people want to do and what the, how much they want to spend. Yeah. And there's some great places to, to eat out. I mean, there's some beautiful restaurants um, in these towns. Um, each of the major towns have got the, the bowling club and, you know, the, the golf club, and they've all got the great bistros and, and the fantastically priced stuff for the, you know, for people who are on a budget or the grey nomads. I mean, and, and I remember whenever we used to visit Mum and Dad over Christmas at Bankman's Bay, there was always the circus in town. Yeah. You know, and there were fireworks displays and things like that. So, you know, it's just a, like a at a certain time of the year over that Christmas holiday period, it, it's a real playground. There's no doubt about it. Mm. But if you go down there in the in the winter, like what we're in right now, it's really quiet. Mm. And and that in itself, I remember just doing walks around the rocks and around the beach there at Blue Bay climbing up around the rocks and, you know, you're, like, you're the only one in the beach, the only one in the area and, you know, it's, it's, you can certainly escape the matting crowd or you can join the matting crowd, which just, you know, it's all up to you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, mate, it's fantastic. It's, uh, it really is, like we say, it's just one of those regions all the way down, down the south coast and, and down to the Sapphire Coast. Have you had much to do with down that far, Vic, the Sapphire Coast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, look, I haven't travelled, um, you know, not as much uh, that area, certainly not once a month like I, I did before. But, mm. um, but yeah, look, now there, there's there's some great spots. In fact, while you were just saying that, I was just thinking about, you know, what you were saying there is that if you travel up the north coast, I mean, everyone talks about going up the north coast because the climate's better, it's warmer, and all that stuff, you know. Mm. And there's some beautiful beaches up there for sure. Mm. But you know what? They're they're further apart, and you've got to do a lot more driving, I find. Mm. When you go up the north coast, and what you do on the south coast, there, there's there's such a multitude of places to visit. I mean, look, we're we're talking a, if you were going to do a road trip down the south coast from you know Nara down to the down to the border, mm. yeah, you can do it in two days, but you don't see anything. Mm. You, you can spend two weeks. You could spend two months. Mm. You know, yeah, it's such um, a, yeah, it's such a long and, drive. And just visiting each place. Well, there's just so much to see. You know, um, you, you can stop every 20-odd k's. Um, you know, the cheese factory there as you come in in the rumour and, um, um, you know, those, those kind of things. Um, what's the place? Um, sorry, I've just lost them. No, you're right. Maria. Maria yep. Heads. Yep. You know, you've got that lovely, you know, again, another great um, bridge over the river there. There's a caravan park down below. We stayed in that on one of our tours once when one of the vehicles had a problem. We had to go in there and spent a couple of days getting it fixed and um, and that was just a fabulous little place to stop right on the edge of the river uh, there and, and that, that main street um, of Maria, I just love that little main street through there. It's, it's that, They've done it up really nicely, you know. Mm. And um, and then, of course, you, you go further south, as I mentioned, down towards uh, Turos Heads to the next one, that, that, that again, out on the coast, um, and then, of course, you've got Bedalla and the Bedalla Cheese Factory. You've got the Bedalla National Park out there. And and inland, all the time, there are trips to do inland for me. Mm. One of the best four-drive locations, again, burn out at the moment and the place is still closed. We would normally run a trip down there over the long weekend in June, every long weekend, in fact, into the, the Dewar National Park. 
I was going to ask. I was going to ask you that, Vic. Is there? Is there? Is, are there many places down there where you can go four wheel driving and doing a bit of do a bit of exploring? Oh, you know the the what well, they the answer to that mate is the proverbial truckload, right? Mm. I mean, all the way from where we're started at Nara, there's some great four wheel drive tracks out just to the west of Nara. Uh, Monkey Gum Trail is probably almost yes. legendary now. Yes, yes, it you is. Know, with four wheel drivers, it's a little bit over the top for the average bloke, mm. um, but you know. Um, it's certainly a place to visit um, inland from um, the, the Ulladulla area. Uh, you've got the run around through uh, out to Pigeon House that we talked about mm. uh, and then down to Shallow Crossing and you actually come out at Nellingen on the King's Highway, just 10 k's inland from Bateman's Bay. Um, that's a great drive. And there's some lovely just bush campsites, free campsites all through there. Um, and then out the back of Maruya, well, you've got that fantastic view of National Park. Once it's, once they've made it safe and that, because the fires went through there. Mm. Um, I, I used to call that the best four-wheel drive location in New South Wales. Yeah, right. Because it's got a fantastic low-range track down into the valley, and then this beautiful long valley where you've got to fit a couple hundred vehicles and still not find them. Mm. Um, you know, with lots of wombats and kangaroos all through the valley, with the with the Turos River which becomes a Dewar River, becomes a Maruya River. It's all the same bloody river. Yeah. What's that thing, <laughs> so, What's that know, thing of yours where the rivers meet? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. What's the name of that place where yeah. the rivers meet? Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, it was well, some Aboriginal word for where the rivers meet that you use every time someone says, what does that mean? So it's where two rivers meet or something. That's right. Yeah, mm, no, yeah. Very, very and and half, the time I'm, half the time I'm right. Mm, uh, I understand. Half the time I'm just off-centre off a little bit. Yep. But uh, but it, it's one of the best campsites you can get to in a four-wheel drive. You've got a couple of river crossings to do, very, very steep mountains all around there, which you can spend two or three days. What we do every long weekend, uh, we run that trip down into into the uh, the Dewar National Park. Mm. And even south of that, you know, um, you've got the Wadbilliga National Park, and there's a great drive that, that goes out of that town. It got ravished by the fires, Cabargo, um, and it goes inland from there. And there's some a couple of really nice little campsites that uh, national parks have set up, and then you climb up through uh, through the mountains and you climb right up onto the, the high part of the like the Great Divide almost up around you know 600 700 metres high, getting up into what's known as the, the Numerella Badger Road area, which is again up near Turos Falls, mm. Turos Cascade. Oh, mate, I could just go on. There's so yeah, much. Yeah, I know. Do. That's exactly right. I mean, it is. It's, <laughs> we've picked. We know what we've picked. A bit of an obvious one this week, but it is good to remind people <laughs> of it. I mean, the and I mean, a lot of people head north. I'm one. I'm a, I'm a head north person, but the south yeah. coast. It is. It is good. And I've been down there a stack of times, obviously, and um, and. I just love it down there. I think that the fact that's where basically where in some sections of it, the the green landscape meets the sea. It's just in, it's just so picturesque. It's just beautiful and it, you know yeah. and a little bit yeah. cooler. It can get windy yeah. in places as well, but in summer yeah. in summertime and even in wintertime, um, a fantastic part of New South Wales, the South Coast, and. I know Destination New South Wales. Actually, I think the South Coast actually even had its own board. I mean, its own little section within Destination New South Wales, which is a government thing. Um, yep. Certainly, because there's just so much to see and do there. Plenty of accommodation options. Plenty of um, places to stop. And uh, and like you say, Vic, you'd be you would be a little bit buggered down there because there are so there'd be how many cake shops do you reckon there'd be? <laughs> I was wondering where that was going there for a minute. <laughs> mm. I mean, you, you, I mean, you love a cream bun. I mean, you, I mean, you, you yeah. just could. I mean, you'd start off at that little that little bakery that I talked about at Milton, and that I mentioned, yeah. and then and then you'd have about another thousand of them before you got to the end. Well, <laughs> there, there's a, there are quite a few down there, and yeah, you know, you you can't let a, a good bakery go by because you never know. It just might happen to have the best green bun that's ever been made and ever been eaten. Which and, I thought um, was in Braidwood, but that's okay. Where is the best cream bun? Just on bakeries. I'm yeah, not mate, sure yeah. if you're across it, but uh, I know this has nothing to do with the South Coast, but the Birdsville Bakery is going to reopen. I saw uh, that somewhere, yeah. which is good news. That's right. Yeah, the, the people who, who bought the Birdsville Hotel, the same people who originally set up Outback Spirit, um, have, um, have now opened up uh, the Birdsville Bakery. Mm. 
uh, or bought it, and they will reopen it. I should say, which is which is great news for Perth. Yeah. I'm a little disappointed to hear that they've cancelled the races mm. um, because, like, that's still the first weekend in September, and you know, I, I would have thought there's a, every chance that everything could be could be like you know open again by September. And I tell you what, people, I mean, my customers are ringing and emailing and texting me nearly every day. When can we get out? When can we get out? Mm. So I, I, I'm just thinking maybe it was a little bit. Premature. Um, I hear the the Lauf races, which are on in a month prior to that, they still haven't made a decision on them. Yeah, right. um, they, they might steal their thunder and end up being able to put the Lauf races on up there at you know up near Trilby Station and mm. um, and be able to run them. But mm. but look, you asked me about the best cream bun, mate. It's Sam's Hot Bread Shop in uh, in um, Port Augusta, there's no doubt at this, this stage. Okay, uh, fair bread shop in Port Augusta, mate. There's two just, free cream buns. You've said them twice, so there's two freebies when you go in there. Did um, I mention the best um, cream bun is at the Sam's Hot Bread? Anyway, all very, very good. We're lucky on the podcast. We can get away with a lot of that stuff. All right, so the South Coast, and just on that, I know I know this isn't the South Coast, but just on the Birdsville races, I feel, and I feel for the... For the surrounding towns, I mean that's two two big mm. events now this year. That uh, you know, like towns like Windor and and um, and all those places, you know, that are on the way, Thargaminder yeah. and all those towns in Queensland and and obviously other places that are going to miss out on the um, the abundance of people travelling through the traffic and the people stopping off because no big red bash and now no birds will races. So it's a pretty quiet old time out in outback Queensland at the moment. So uh, we are thinking of you yeah. out there. All right, Vic, yeah. well, the South Coast, and it was a bit of an obvious one this week, and there is too much to go into detail with. But I just thought it was great just to remind people that it is there. They are looking for all the help we, they can get down there because, as we all know by now, they were certainly affected by those bushfires at Christmas time, and we want to encourage people to not only support your caravan parks but to get down and support the caravan parks, and, of course, the communities on the south coast of New South Wales. And, and I'll just, um, just let you know, mate, there's a little town, which I think is named after you, mm. uh, just, just west of Bega. What's it called? Top Bloke, is it? Yeah, it's called Numbugger. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, Vic, we might catch you next week. Okay, mate, gotcha. Good on you, mate. And that was, of course, Vic Widman. And don't forget, if you want to go on a trip anywhere around Australia, go to go to his website, 4wd.net.au, or simply Google Great Divide Tours. And there are plenty of tag-along businesses around the place and plenty of um, businesses, but no, nowhere near as experienced as Great Divide Tours. You need to go with the best in the business. He's been at it for over 30 years. Great Divide Tours. Check it out on the website, 4wd.net.au. And for you people that have got their kids into four-wheel drives or for even you older people who are getting into their four-wheel drives. I remember I was uh, down at Vic's Driver Training Centre where I met a couple in their 70s who had retired and bought themselves a little caravan and a little four-wheel drive to get around in national parks and some tracks. They were down there doing some training and did things that they didn't didn't ever think they'd be able to do. You know, wheels in the air, through water crossings, up and down hills, and um, they actually drove out at their age with a lot more experience than they had when they drove in the place. It was incredible, and they said, you really need to check that out. You need to get out and know your capabilities of your four-wheel drive, and you need to know what you're looking at when you're hitting the tracks. Go and get the training course. I'm telling you, it's a must-do down at Vic Woodman's Training Centre at Braywood. It's a thing. He mentioned that property down there, when he, he bought that property and he could see that view and there was no tracks on there. Let me tell you now, it was like the place was designed to be a driver training centre. It, it's just unbelievable. The facilities there are fantastic, absolute A-grade. Uh, big schoolroom there with a massive big fireplace, kitchen and a, and a uh, dining area and uh, again with another fireplace. It's just, and if anything, it's very relaxing just there for the weekend. If I was Vic, I'd be there all the time. It's unbelievable. Anyway, get down there and get your, get, get your kids into the four-wheel driver training um, if they're into their four-wheel drive so they know, don't get themselves into trouble in the bush. It's a pretty comprehensive course and it's um, and very well received by everybody who goes down and participates in that. With everybody about to take off on their own road trips and their own little trips around Australia, if you're unsure, you want to do it with other people and like-minded people at that, Jump onto that website, 4wd.net.au. Vic will be, his tours are about to go back up again. 
uh, as we get past this virus and um, go out with safety in numbers and if you're unsure, we'll go with other people, you know you're going to be safe. Great Divide Tours, and like we say, been around for a very long time. Uh, just on top parks as well, don't forget to, um, if you want to uh, become a G'day's Rewards member there, you go to topparks.com.au and, and you can uh, apply there, and I certainly do advise you to do that. And, of course, a big thank you to Mark Lindsay this week for joining us from the King's Point Retreat at Ulladulla. And like I said, we were there only in March this year, an absolute fantastic facility, and it is certainly, when it comes to caravan parks, it is next level. Uh, unbelievable. And just the, 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 kids, you just, the kids will get there and just take off. I mean, the minute you drive in, you can see the water slide for miles away. You think you're coming out to a water theme park, and it's actually within the boundaries of the of the caravan park. And as we mentioned, the accommodation there is fantastic. If you don't have a caravan or a camper trailer and you want to stay in one, uh, in one of the cabin accommodations, well, there's no cabins there. They're cottages, like little houses, and they are scattered around there as well, and absolutely fantastic. Two-bedroom cottages there as well. And they cater for families and, of course, they also cater for couples. On-site bar there, Snowy's, which I can attest is uh, pretty good as well and a nice relaxed deck atmosphere. You can kick back and wash down the day, have a few beers. Also has that 7D theatre, the sauna, the squash courts, the basketball court. It is, it is one of those places you can go to where you don't even have to leave there. It's all there for you as well as that function centre and, of course, the on-site shop where you can get the takeaway foods. A fantastic park this week, that one. And again, Kings Point Retreat, Ulladulla, just Google that. It is part of the top park stable of parks. And there are more parks in more places, as they say. That is Road Trips Australia this week. We certainly do thank you for your support. Don't forget you can be a part of it. If you've got any road trips you'd like Vic and I to look at, just go to bluecollarmedia.com.au, click on Email the Duck and send your suggestions through. More than happy to look at that. We did we did another ball last week, and that was that one came from one of our listeners. So if you want to us to look at a park for you or at a um, road trip, certainly email us bluecollarmedia.com.au. Click on email the duck. That is Road Trips Australia this week. We'll be back to do it again next week. We'll see you then. South, east, west, on the road with no address. We-